If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, and you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Podcast Unlocked. I'm on it until you lods. Hello. I did not expect that. I did not expect this. <laughs> Welcome to Podcast Unlocked. The world's number one Xbox podcast. Oh, uh, everything. I don't even... I don't know. I just... So 193, a potato famine. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a Scottish accent. Ah, not an Irish. Scotland too? I guess that's true. <laughs> have them there. This is Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast, as you previously heard in Gaelic. Mm-hmm. That was not Gaelic. Nope. Not Gaelic at all. <laughs> uh, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This is episode 193. To my left, immediately, Mitch Dyer. Freedom! <laughs> <laughs> Dropping the brave part. <laughs> Marty Sleeve, it's his left. So I took a... Uh, Irish film class in college called The Green Screen, oh. and we had an Irish professor, and he would always say <laughs> film, like he would add an I to the word, it would be huh. F-I-L-I-M. He That's said, weird. hey, we're going to watch a film. Was that also a Braveheart quote, that whole thing? Film? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Tits. <laughs> Around the table, Sean the Shark Finnegan. People never believe that I'm Irish because of my complexion. <laughs> This is something. Your last, your last name, first and last name, give off an air of green. The whole thing, Sean Ryan Finnegan. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. If you and I stood Irish side by name. side, and we were like, which one of us is Irish? <laughs> yeah, people would not guess me. By the That's. Name, you, yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it, what? Just a weird show yeah, already. It's April thirtieth, the end of April here, twenty fifteen. It's been a busy month. Uh, Mitch, you wrapping up all your. Witcher 3 IGN first yeah yeah by the time you're listening to this a feature will have gone up about you know CD Projekt Red putting the wraps on that series you know ending The Witcher uh, the Geralt arc yeah and later this week we're gonna have uh, I don't even want to spoil it but it's pretty good we're gonna close out on a really good note ending on a high note and then on Monday we're gonna start off a new good note that I think everyone that watches and listens to this show will enjoy I hope so Mm -hmm. because I sure is I am excited yeah Last Guardian. Going to be good. <laughs> that now be an Xbox One exclusive. 
That, yeah, you talk about E3 megatons. <laughs> Phil Spencer walks out on stage and just... Oh man! He has a giant leash, it's like a chain leash, and he starts tugging on it, and a cat dog comes out. <laughs> a giant <laughs> cat dog. dog. Yeah, whatever it is. It's oh, cat dog goodness. from Nickelodeon. So, uh, Larry Herb, our friend Major Nelson, in San Francisco, wouldn't come on the show. Wow! Totally joking. He is, he's he's here for like four hours from the Build Conference that's currently putting our news team to sleep as they watch the live stream <laughs> and wait for any sort of relevant news. But no, yeah, I, was, I did touch base with Larry because a bunch of people started tweeting him like, you need to go on Unlocked. So I dropped him a line. But yeah, his schedule does not permit. Next time, Larry. Dude's a busy dude. Next how, time. How convenient. Nothing can be done. How convenient. <laughs> I Ma- don't understand. The, major, <laughs> the major's ducking us, boys. Like major disappointment. Boom. Oh! <laughs> I don't know. Could I've never put, met him. It's going to put him in a... Full Nelson oh, when he comes in here. No, I don't know. Bring us the barber beefcake. Fox catcher, he's gonna get Fox. murdered. <laughs> what? No, no, Whoa. that's not at all what's happening. I don't understand. That was a weird movie. How was it? Really I never actually movie. got around to seeing it. All right, maybe it wasn't real. Maybe I was the only one who saw it. I saw it. It was very. Oh, strange. never mind. Mitch saw it. Yeah, I heard it was kind of slow. No foxes. Not oh, yeah. a single fox. Nothing happens, and then a thing no happens, foxes and then the credits caught. Roll. It's also pretty good. <laughs> Anyway, before we roll into the show this week, uh, I wanted to mention that I reviewed, finally got around to reviewing the Astro A40 headset that's specifically for Xbox One, the Xbox One version of the headset. Is that just a compatibility thing? Like, well, Well, it's the same headset, but it's got a pointy thing that goes into the controller. I mean, I don't know. I haven't tried the other recent mm-hmm. A40s. I have a uh, classic set of A40s. Yeah, me too. From back in the and day. And I actually are, like them. They're, I love them. They're incredible. But yeah, the Xbox One A40s, not a good experience. Uh-oh. Wow. Why? Go check out the review. Oh, but man. It's, uh, yeah, for... There's... It just... I don't know. It's bad. It's shockingly... Sound, the, uh, it, the sound drops all the time. No! Even just sitting on the couch. Wow. That no is thanks. Because it's bummer. all done wirelessly through. It plugs into your Xbox One controller, and so the it's effectively HDMI stereo audio that beams from the system to the controller. Yeah. And for whatever reason, a lot of problems with. Uh, I mean, it's uh, twice twice the twice the wireless thing. You got to make two jumps. Yeah. Jump to the controller and then jump. To well, the, no, no. Yeah. There's a wire that runs from the headset to the, the controller. The, uh, headset, oh, yeah, okay. Wire to the, to the controller. Itself. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Uh, and then some other things I, I bring up as well. So that really disappointed me because yeah. Astro has been the gold standard of gaming headsets for a while. I've never understood the love for Astros. I personally, I mean, they sound great. Totally yeah. agree with that. But I just can't stand the way any Astro headset feels. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, hey, totally subjective. That's I, like, yeah, I think their uh, headset's very comfortable. Yeah, the that's the only headset that I can wear for like... I wear yeah. I wear uh, like stereo headphones for movie watching yeah. and all that stuff because you know my TV speaker I don't have like a sound system so my TV speakers are not of Ideal. high quality yeah. yeah but I can't wear other headsets or like on the ear headsets because they're too heavy or they're like mm. my ears start to hurt after mm-hmm. it wants on my head but the A40 is the ones that I have I have I think I have the same pair as you not the Xbox One specific the classic ones, but old school I can wear them for hours at a time and they're so nice and comfy I should lend you the one of the pairs of the Astro or, sorry <clears throat> HyperX clouds that's yeah. on my desk that's an incredible headset. <laughs> Ooh. So, I yeah, I, I just would encourage anybody to check out that review on IGN if they were thinking about buying them. I already heard from a few people on Twitter like, oh, I was thinking about buying these this weekend. Thanks for uh, thanks for that review. I appreciate it. All so, right. We will now move on to the news in which which I predict will uh, – we're going to get sourpuss face Mitch Dyer 
for most of the news this week. Uh, he's already warming up. Look oh, at that. Old sourpuss <laughs> face. <laughs> Turn that frown upside yeah, there's down. Just, there's, a, there's a couple bummers. There, yeah, there's some yeah. significant Xbox news this week, so let's get right into it right after our short little musical interlude. IGN's number one Xbox podcast, the podcast unlock presents the news unlock. I always miss the best parts of the show when I'm not pressing record. <laughs> really gotta just, really it's on camera. As soon as you get <laughs> it is. That's true. It is all on the camera. You gotta start pulling these for me, Sean, and just hand them to me an MP3 form so I can put them into the outtake show. We later. went to a we lot go. of places in that one minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's true. So, Getty Westerns to Will was, Smith to Banjo-Kazooie yeah. to Bang. It was a minute and 40 seconds. These <laughs> <laughs> are times. So much happened. If only you guys saw the show, parts of the show that didn't make it to air. <laughs> Thank God people don't. Yeah. Not the, there's a show within a show yeah. going yeah. on. All right. Uh, let's kick it off. Mitch Dyer yeah. with... Some Gears of War news. Yeah. Tip of the cap to our friends at Polygon.com. Yeah, definitely a good little scoop here. So for the Gears of War's anniversary is next year. The 10th anniversary. 2016. Emergence Day. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So Polygon saw some stills from cutscenes remade by a cinematic studio called Plastic Wax. Uh, You know, just showing like, hey, Gears of War remaster is happening. Here's what the cutscenes look like. Yeah. Uh, And apparently this is in development at Splash Damage. Those are the guys that made Brink. They're currently making... Enemy Territory Quick Wars as well for Xbox 360. What's their current game? Uh, It's a free-to-play thing that... Dirty Bomb? Yes, that's it. Good Brink, is that the the rollerblading movie? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but not the same one we're referring to. (laughs) So my concern here... My, one of my many concerns about Gears of War Remaster is that it's only like an updated visuals, which I assume means, hey, it's 1080p, 60 frames a second, and then it's just a straight port That's to exactly Xbox That's exactly how I read it as it's well. It's been a long time since I like Geared. Was it originally a 30 FPS series? Is yes. it still yeah. a 30 FPS? I, I mean, mean, was well, it an there, FPS there were, series? There were not a judgment? lot of 60 FPS games on 360. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Call of Duty was sort of the, the leader there. Right. Yeah, so, Gears was a stunning, of course, 720p, 30 frames game. Hmm. Yeah, so... For me, the biggest disappointment with Gears of War Remaster is that it's one game. It's just Gears mm-hmm. of War 1. And I get why. Like, okay, it's 10th anniversary coming up. It makes sense to celebrate that. Uh, we're probably going to see some Gears 43. So, hey, while you wait, why don't you check out Gears 1 again? But I can't think of anything. Like, with You're everything, our biggest Gears of War fan. I as well. love Gears so much. Like, I'm the only human in the world who thinks Gears uh, Judgment is Show the best one. Show me your one. Gears tattoo, Mitch. Razor! <laughs> Wait, is it on your now? penis? Whoa! That's my Lancer. Age gate. Well, this podcast officially age gated. Where were we? Oh, so <laughs> reasons I'm disappointed about Gears Remaster. Like, when, you're, when you're getting intimate, do you yell, oh, come on! <laughs> if you can't get it up, do you yell that? <laughs> oh, come on! Razor <laughs> <laughs> Maria! <laughs> That's not your girlfriend's name, man. Don't say that. That's not going to end well for you. This went to a very strange. <laughs> Dude, you're the one with the lancer on your wiener. Yeah. <sighs> something, something, roadie run. <laughs> so the reason. His I'm... girlfriend's going to roadie run out of the room. That's what's going to happen. So the reason I'm uh, not super excited about this possibility, I hope that Gears of War Remaster is not just Gears 1 at 1080p 60. Like, I played Gears 1 multiplayer a lot. That was my go-to multiplayer game alongside Rainbow Six Vegas for, like, a year and a half, two years. And I loved it. 
But I've moved on, and I don't have any desire whatsoever to go back and play that while I wait for Gears 4. If it were a Master Chief Collection situation where it's the first three or even, you know, Roll Judgment in there, great. You have a bunch of different, like, horde modes, different uh, competitive multiplayer maps. Uh, All three campaigns get you kind of freshened up on the story. So it's – I want to, like, counter – give a counter perspective on that exact thing you said because it's funny you say that. Yeah. Where where you'd be – First of all, I love the human psychology of this. It's, it's just this is just all of us. This mm-hmm. is human nature of Master Chief Collection blew everyone away when the leaks were confirmed as real because everybody thought it was just going to be Halo, Halo 2, 2 anniversary and it turned out to be four games. People were like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. Be, partially because of that expectation <clears throat> that's been set, people have been inventing this rumor themselves about a Marcus Phoenix oh, of course. collection. Yeah, yeah. And you know, but just believing it because it sounds so great. But it's because Microsoft has set this first party standard, yeah. and they, like now, whatever this but, Gears thing is, lives in the shadow of the amazing Master Chief Collection. But the point is that people have been expecting three games yeah. in the Marcus Phoenix Collection, and now we're apparently only getting one. And I, I saw a lot of the Twitter reaction was like, "Oh, <laughs> we're just getting oh, one." Oh, come on! But to your point, though, about how you'd like to see all three games, yeah. I actually said, as much as I, you know, I'm a big fan, big defender of Master Chief Collection, despite its flaws, I love that collection, but I've said this before, I actually would have, I think the Halo 2 anniversary stuff, those multiplayer maps are so good, if, in an ideal world, and I get why it didn't happen, but I actually would have rather had just a full-blown Halo 2 anniversary that had the kick-ass anniversary campaign we got, mm-hmm. but then had all 23 maps yeah. redone in yeah. the Halo 2 anniversary style. It just had, so, because Halo 2 was where it was at for multiplayer. Sure. Like, I would have rather have just had a $60 complete Halo 2 anniversary yeah. single-player multiplayer. And you're saying you actually feel the opposite. This yeah, well, so I think I would be more interested if this was just Gears 3 because Gears 3 is the one that like it's the most recent in the canon mm-hmm. I would like to catch up on that it would look the best it's also the best overall Gears of War in my opinion <laughs> best overall <laughs> yeah, yeah. because the the horde mode it's like horde 2.0 yep. with the with the uh, sort of tower defense bits in it which is really cool sure it had a great single player story mm-hmm. yep. that wrapped up that actually was a, a legitimately poignant yeah. story I love times. that yeah and the uh, the actual multi you know uh, five on five multiplayer was was really solid too. Yeah. So if it was that, I would be more interested. But as this stands, like obviously this hasn't been announced. We don't know any details. But everything we know right now sounds like a game of the year edition that's come ten years later. Okay. But again, let's think about one year ago. Everyone thought the the rumors were it was just Halo Two anniversary. But Halo Two was completely redone visually. It had yeah. these updated maps and all of these additional. But what features. I'm saying is, a year ago the rumor was it was just Halo Two. Like right now, the rumor is it's just Gears One. So you're suggesting sure, yeah. that they are playing possum here and that it could actually be. I mean, no one's playing possum. This was a leap, right? Or, uh, or, uh, right. Scoop. So, yeah, yeah. Scoops. Yeah. So, so, source scoops. Yeah. So no I, one knows for sure. Is no, no. I mean, I'm sure Microsoft probably knows. Well, I mean, yeah. no yeah. one <laughs> outside of Microsoft yeah, um, knows for sure. I mean. Because I think we're going to be seeing uh, two sort of big uh, remasters at E3, and I think Sony's 100% going to do an Uncharted one with all three games. And so if Microsoft doesn't, if Microsoft has one Gears game versus whatever, a couple hours later at Sony's conference where it's three Uncharted games, like, that's going to suck. Like, I think they have to do all three games. 
In a perfect world, they do all four. And I know, like, Judgment's sort of out of the... Sure. Marcus well, the arc. other popular... But it also has that DLC that actually, like, that DLC, Aftermath, is the That's farthest right. thing yeah, canonically. Yeah. Assuming whatever this New Gears game the is. The other popular conspiracy theory... Not even conspiracy theory, but the uh, a thing I heard a lot from people on Twitter was, oh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense that it's only one game after the... You know the cluster F that yeah. was Master Chief Collection as far as multiplayer stuff. So of course they're going to just boil it down to one game to make sure that it works. Of course the difference is Gears was all on 360, all on the same <coughs> fundamental code base, yeah. Unreal Engine 3. Whereas you know Halo, technically they're across. all Halo Engine, but it was yeah. spread across multiple consoles, two generations. The beginning ago. of one generation to the end it of was, another. Yeah. yeah, it was sort of a lot more difficult to pull it together in a in a modern collection form yeah, than Gears theoretically would be. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm with you though, Mitch. If it's just 1080p 60 frames, I will not, my Lancer will not be standing up. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, this is just an anticlimactic thing. Like, it's a great scoop, but it's a boring story to me. Like, I just, if, like, I'm not interested I mean, by this. part of, Gears of War was a triumph for a lot of ways, but a, perhaps, you know, the first thing you think of when you think back to Gears in 2006 was, you know, the console 360 had been out for about a year. Uh, PS3 hadn't shipped yet or was had just shipped. And Gears was like the game that said, whoa, next gen. This is, okay, we're here now. <clears throat> Original Xbox PS2 days are over. This, is, this looks amazing. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. For me, I don't even know if they can do that, but I think for me to get even remotely psyched about this, it would have to be redone in Unreal Engine 4, which is a, a powerful piece of technology. I th- see, I don't know what Unreal 4 could give to Gears 1 that you couldn't just have with Unreal well, 3. Like Unreal 3 can... 60, but with the, but having it look like it were made today. Unreal 3 can do that, though. I mean, most Unreal Engine games that come out today are Unreal 3. Well, that's because they were in development two or three years ago. It's also because Unreal 4 is not a very good engine at this point. Like, well, not many no- devs are using it. Nothing is shipped on it yet. That's uh, the thing. Daylight. Uh, there, was also, there are also a couple games on Steam. No AAA games have shipped sure, on it yeah. yet. And there's a reason for that. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Epic's been developing Fortnite themselves for 13 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, pretty much. <laughs> I just see that game every year at E3. Like, oh, okay. So if this, if, if Gears of War sort of follows the same uh, trajectory that uh, the Master Chief Collection slash Halo 5 did, so we get this collection, maybe, or this game, do you yeah. think it's this fall? No. Yeah, you think it's next year? No, nope. I think I think it's uh, like a spring, probably. I mean, because tech. I mean, technically, the first case Gears of War came out in spring, right? No, the anniver- the actual anniversary. If they were, because you know, with Master Chief Collection, they did it pretty close. It was you know November yeah. of the ten year anniversary of Halo Two, because Halo Two was November 9th, and I think it was you know what it was November eleventh was if yeah. I remember right was when because that was the Tuesday. Gears, uh, the anniversary would be uh, November. Was it November? Or no, was I think it, it was early? like November was it late 6th. October. What? It was one of those. And it was that somewhere in that. Was Gears yeah. two spring? Uh, no, three was. What? Because huh. three was delayed. I mean, well, no, I'll no, double no. check while no, you're three was a, three was September. I think Judgment was. Oh, a you're right. Game. It came out on my yes. birthday. Judgment was a spring because I think I reviewed that game in like in April. Yeah, that's right. You're correct. Okay, you're correct. Um, okay. Well, that sort of my point's moot because I was saying if this <laughs> yeah. if this comes out this fall, do you think there's any chance of a like a beta. Uh, like a beta for the multiplayer, like the Halo Five beta. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They would. At, yes. That's a that's a sound theory mm-hmm. that they would do a Gears Four beta tied to this. Also, I would say that this isn't even a fall game. I'd say this is late, 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 late summer. 
I bet this comes out at like the end of August. Well, that's wow. the thing. I doubt it's this year because the anniversary isn't until next fall, fall 2016. And also, why would you release this anywhere near Halo 5? Then again, sure. that too. But also, uh, granted, they released a game called Fable Anniversary that was not on the 10th anniversary. It was, yeah. like, it was like the 9th anniversary yeah. of Fable 1. Like, okay, I guess that's an anniversary. One of those classic Albion <laughs> jokes. Yeah, I don't know. Next year's Nine anniversary. Nine years or 10. That's what we mean. Oi, pip, pip. <laughs> Uh, yeah, doing it next fall on That's the 10th the anniversary joke. doesn't make any sense at all. Because you're going to have Gears 4 next year. No. Uh, so? Next fall? Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. that'll be next That'll be next, next year's flagship game. shooter on Xbox One. All right, then, yeah, so where does... Yeah, so where do you, you think it slots in in the summer? I think it's late summer. I think it's super-duper early spring. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. Could be. Like... Microsoft it just it has to be that. on either side of the fall. So Microsoft it had will die Ori. Ori was their sort of big spring game. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas yeah. Sony had you know the Order and Bloodborne. I think yep. Microsoft's going to learn from that and want something. Well, in Quantum that Break. Oh yeah, Quantum Break. And then yeah. yeah so maybe, maybe if yeah. Quantum Break's in February, and then this is like April. I agree with that. Yeah, it could be. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, kudos to Polygon for. Ruining one of Microsoft's C3 <laughs> stage reveals. Considering <laughs> we've uh, ruined things before because of our scoops. Yeah, that's true. No, I'm, t- I'm, leg- I'm legitimately tipping my hat. Yeah. Well done. Uh, that's, that's what uh, that's that's a that's a big score booth? for them. On the subject, don't forget email unlocked at ign.com. We want to hear your E3 predictions. We yeah. want to know what you expect from Microsoft to E3. We're going to do an E3 prediction show. It'll be good. You're announcing your sentences weird. Read some emails. <laughs> Sean Finnegan. Yeah. Let's talk some Halo 5. Yeah, so uh, I guess, was it two days ago now? Three days ago? I can't remember. But there was an animated poster revealed for the Halo 5 box art. Yesterday. That was fewer than 24 hours ago. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, time There you go, yes. Or it... Yeah. Anyway, box art revealed. Box art revealed. We saw... uh, Kind of a nifty little sort of animation going on there, and yeah. that leads into the box op. But the coolest thing that is part of it is that we kind of see the uh, old Spartan 2s as part of Chief's team, and the new Spartan 4s as part of Locke's team as they kind of like face off yeah, on the so poster. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, mug shots of Locke on one, one side, Chief on the other. Like facing each other all like showdown style. Yeah, and then sort of inside them, so mm-hmm. to speak, uh, are the... Are the four Spartan, the four four person Spartan teams, uh, which led us to wonder, Mitch. Yeah, is that if you've read the books or familiar with the Halo mythology, Halo lore, is that blue team? Because yeah. we were looking closely at it, and the sniper on the left of the Spartan two. First of all, those are definitely all Spartan twos. You yep. can tell from their armor, uh, and the Spartan twos in the <clears throat> games, we haven't seen any. Like ever, yeah. In the because they're all they're all MIA. Yeah, they're <laughs> all gone or somewhere far off, and many of them are dead. No, Spartans never die. They're killed. They're missing in action, except when they explode, they die. Oh yeah, <laughs> or shot in the head. So we've ne- we've never seen them in the games, <laughs> uh, and they've there are very 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 few of them left in the books. But Master Chief was part of Blue Team, Spartan Blue Team, and uh, sure as heck looks like. This could be Blue Team Reunited. Blue Team Class Reunion, Class of yeah. 2552. Uh, Linda, sniper, sniper, she appears to be the Spartan on the left in mm-hmm, this box mm-hmm. art image because it's clearly a female Spartan yep. holding a sniper rifle. Yep. And then the... Uh, Kelly Ben's on the right. John, with the, with the, oh, yeah. Chief. And then to, to the right uh, after that is 
Uh, yeah, that's big Kelly with the, the orbital the, helmet. The orbital or helmet, yeah, which uh, is exactly how Kelly is depicted. Yep. And then Fred, who has sort of a blocky, boxy. He's got like smushed face. Yeah, he's helmet. like a Spartan pug. Please email all of that fan art to unlock.com. So, yeah, I mean, it sure seems like it does. That's, I think you and I are on the same page with yeah, that. Yeah, so this makes me think that there will be, whether it's interwoven or divided, which seems crazy, two four-player campaigns where Chief and Blue Team are doing whatever they're doing and Locke and his four, whatever they are, Spartans, are hunting him. Yeah, like uh, Wingnut and Douche Nozzle. Ah, oh, Douche Nozzle! Uh, Buzzsaw. Buzzsaw oh. and Ding Dong. And Hurricane. Oh, <laughs> Ding Dong Hurricane. <laughs> Who's Those your favorite? Awesome names. You reminded me of that scene in uh, Dodgeball where he's like, this is Blade <laughs> and Laser <laughs> and Blazer. <laughs> Uh, what's your take, Sean Finnegan, resident Halo super fan? I would love to see Chiefs old team reunited. We know very little about them other than, like, like if you've read the books, there's some sort of, like, minor uh, tidbits and stuff, but yeah. I haven't read the books, but I only know, like, yeah, like, very little about his team except for that, you know, they kind of have, like, a mysticism about them, like this kind of, like, mystery aura because of how cool Chief is and what they all kind of did together back on Reach and yeah. stuff. And they were, like, basically equals with him. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, the Absolutely. thing is, yeah, and that's the thing is, like, there's, even in Cortana's dialogue, there's kind of hints at, like, John wasn't the fastest or the smartest, but he the is. The luckiest. Yeah, he's the luckiest, and he's, like, you know, the most, like, whatever, courageous and stuff. Like, there's been hints that, like, Linda was a faster runner, like, mm-hmm. Fred was stronger. Like, I just want to see what that team together looks mm-hmm. like. And if they function differently. Like, yeah. if you opt in, like, as my player, too, as Linda, do you have different skills than if you played as Fred? Totally. And think about, like, just Master Chief's sort of, like, role and contribution to the whole Halo lore and universe, as we've come to know it in the Human and Covenant War. Like, he's the only remaining, if you played the games, he's the only Spartan 2, the remaining Spartan 2. So, like... It contributes to this idea that, like, that class of Spartan 2 is, like, we're on a different level. Oh, you know, yeah. like, not just humans who become... Yeah, the fours are wussies compared to the Yeah, twos. like, the fours, the fours grew up as military people. Like, they were kind of, you know, they're humans, and then they gained th- their armor and well, their they sort were, of they were illegally later. kidnapped yeah. and, uh, and physically augmented right. through... And most of them died yeah. the, during the augmentation process. So, but the Spartan 2 is, like taken at yeah like very young ages like bred for war like mm-hmm. they're a different class of super soldier and so to see a team of them back together when you know how much spartan or like master chief just by himself was capable of that sounds really cool to me yeah i've been i mean i've been wanting to play a halo campaign that had either playing with or against other spartans since like halo 2 mm-hmm. i mean that's yep. something i've wanted forever and then this also not that it's shocking news, but this definitely seems that box art seems to confirm that there will be four player co op in the game. Works for me. Halo three and four both had, but that's mm-hmm. sure as hell seems like yeah. you know there'll be there'll be four player co op through the campaign with four different people, which is nice instead of Master yes. Chief clones running around. Or like in well in three they tried to get around that it was like we got three Chief random Arbiter, and then two random uh, elites. douche nozzle elites. Yes, <laughs> oh, douche nozzle's back. <laughs> He became a Spartan 4. Uh, that's interesting, though, that in theory, this fall could have two shooters with four-player campaigns where each player is an actual character in the story, if we are talking about Blopsy as well. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about Blopsy later. Yeah, we'll yeah. get to that. So, in other Halo news, studio head Josh Holmes at 343, 
He outed a special edition Halo 5 console on Twitter and then deleted his Oopsie tweet daisies. when somebody got a hold of him and said, don't do that. <laughs> the Microsoft ninjas, I'm telling you, they're out there. They know when to strike. To they're the surprise, sitting on to Twitter. To the surprise of none. Yeah. We're going to get a special edition Halo 5 exactly. bundle. Yeah. yeah. So if you had been holding out hope for that, uh, you have official confirmation now. I could... It'd be cool if the Halo 5... A, if it was, like, sleek and not gaudy, and B, if it had a 10-terabyte hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Just give me... I will buy another Xbox One if it means that I never have to buy another one again. If it's that the hard drive's nice. big enough to where it's just... Let me future-proof this thing. For How much would you be short. willing to pay for your... For, for a... Nine hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars. If it has the game and it's five with a really big hard drive. I, seriously, like, what would you want? Because I, I it's wa- probably a one terabyte. I mean, I would. Bet I would the want. Farm. I would want a bigger. I, I would want a two terabyte. Yeah, because one terabyte's not enough anymore. No, not even close. Um, I, I would rather have. I would pay for four. Yeah, four internal terabytes. Y'all gotta manage your data better. I got like 50% on my hard drive. I'm good to go. That's because all you do is play Dota. Play, oh, more, yeah. X- yeah, play more Xbox games. Because I'm on the same page as you. I have. I don't have very many games, but I'm at 50% as well. I have like eight well. games installed. So I have, like, I, I curate my hard drive such that there are, the, there are the games that earn a permanent place on my hard drive where I'm, like, never taking these off because I might want to play them at some point. Stuff like Horizon 2 and Master Chief Collection, um, other sort of multiplayer games, Titanfall's on there. And I filled it up. That's why I did a whole. We did a whole segment, you know, oh, yeah. a few weeks ago yeah. about me buying a new hard yeah. drive because I reached that point where I was just like, okay, I'm full and I don't want to delete any of this. Yeah. Also, the two of you are like, hey, we're only halfway through. Well, we're not halfway through this console generation. <laughs> yeah. We're uh, less than a year and a half. That's so. exactly the thing. Is like production will eventually ramp up. Like we'll get a lot more games and a lot better games. Yeah. And me, towards the middle of the generation and end of the generation, there will be so much that you're gonna have. I don't want to have well, to data manage. It's gonna get huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're already G- like GTA Five in itself has already taken up. God knows how. That's much That's one of the games that I will never delete. Yeah. and then it's going to keep getting more content. Like, there's still story DLC coming for that game. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Five hundred gigs is not enough. A terabyte's not enough. But I would, I, I would bet the farm that this Halo Five console will be a one terabyte. Hmm. Yeah. For for cost reasons, just I don't. I'm sure and they, they don't want it to be super expensive. They want well, that's the thing. They could five hundred. I'm sure they could do a two terabyte, but yeah. they won't. Is the drive is the hard drive that's internal to the uh, Xbox One? Is that a proprietary thing? Because I don't buy the it's whole like not storage removable. is so cheap these days. Like, yeah. would it really cost that much more to manufacture the console if it were two terabytes as opposed to one terabyte? Like it, that much more? You'd be surprised. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, but memory the, is so cheap. The margins are razor thin on those consoles. Like, you could go to Best Buy, and obviously, you can't just go to Best Buy and buy an HDD and put it inside yeah. an Xbox. That's not what I'm you saying. Can't but, with the PlayStation. Yeah, but like external hard drives. Like, the difference between 100 gigs and 500 gigs or 500 gigs and a, and a terabyte like is, 20 like, bucks. 20 bucks. yeah. Like, I don't know if it would be that Multiply much more Multiply $20 times 5 million consoles. And then throw another 30 bucks on your console price tag. Well. Easy it, it's business. Still, it's, it doesn't quite work that easily, if only it did. But... Uh, I'm not asserting it. It did, but I also I'm sure it would cost more. But I wonder if it would be cost effective to do that. Still, I hope so. Yeah, the more storage, the merrier. Mm-hmm. Let's take the take my 500 gig launch unit and throw it out the window. <laughs> I hope you don't live on the second. Let floor. me film that video. <laughs> yeah, can we film that? Yeah. No, I wouldn't actually do that. But I would love to trade up. That would be nice. Me too. And in yet more Halo news, Sean Finnegan. The Halo Championship Series Cup 
the one of them of the ten c- cup series. Yeah, canceled because uh, game's still broken. Game's still not reliable enough. How? Yeah, this is so disappointing. There were a couple of threads, um, just like on Reddit and and NeoGaf, like complaining like. Now everyone's keeping a timer. Like, it's at the time that this was announced. It had been 116 days since the launch. Still not reliable enough to have, you know, competitive play. Super disappointing. Yeah, I mean, when when the championship series was announced, all all the esports people in the office were like, this is awesome. This is Microsoft putting its foot in the arena of esports in a major way with a major game. Like, this is them ramping up, making Halo 5 competitive. They put their foot in and then tripped over it. This is a disaster. The championship series has been nothing but one failure after another, and it's embarrassing. Especially because there were a lot of, there were a lot of, uh, you know, former pros and uh, aspiring pros who had uh, been, let's call it, enticed by the opportunity to come back and play Halo at a professional level and win money to do that Mm -hmm. and kind of, you know establish a baseline and a foundation for their career going forward into Halo 5, and now that opportunity has just been taken from Right, them. and when, when Halo 5 gets its championship series, is anybody going to care? Are these pros going to want in? Are they going to go do other stuff? Yeah, like I They're going to go play Call of Duty instead, because it's reliable, and those tournaments are huge. Yeah, that's it's a, it's a huge worry, and especially now, because like the landscape for esports is so competitive. Like You need to make a great game that works all the time, that's balanced and competitive all the way through, in order to even have a shot at the Dotas and the League of Legends and the Counter-Strikes, like, I said, you know, a couple episodes ago, or maybe not a couple episodes ago, but very recently, that I thought Halo 5 was going to be the console game that brought first-person shooters back into the forefront yes, of esports. I agree. And I hope it is, because I'm a huge Halo fan, I would love nothing more than to see that, but if things continue the this way they're going, yeah, it's like, this is not just not work. acceptable. This is sabotage. Like, it's going to ruin... Any possibility of listen, all y'all, it's a sabotage. <laughs> oh, I, it it, I was just, it was blaring in my head. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, this sucks. It's super disappointing for fans, for players, for Microsoft, for 343, for the future of Halo. Like, if this isn't resolved soon, this is like, this just won't work. And Ryan said it a bunch of times like, this was supposed to, everything having to do with Master Chief Collection was supposed to be like the olive branch. Like the thing that yeah. got yeah. everyone hyped on Halo again so that when Halo 5 released, it would be like a massive hit and everyone Riding would be Riding the wave super. Of, of joy. Exactly. And so far there is no wave right now. In fact, that lake or ocean or whatever is on the verge of being in to- totally evaporated at Talk this point. Talking about Alan Wake now? Yeah. We global warming? <laughs> Stending the metaphor. <laughs> An inconvenient truth and reconciliation? Wow. I love that. Yeah. I don't love that at all. That was awful, guys. Don't <laughs> don't applaud that. Boo me. Boo him. Boo him. Boo him. <laughs> Esports. <laughs> yeah. Brian just looks baffled. So I'm just going to write a time here. I'm yeah, I'm going to write down a time code, and we're going to move on. While we're in a crappy mood, let's talk about something that is actively horrible. <laughs> And that, <laughs> as opposed to passively horrible, <laughs> that is Batman Arkham Knight. I know you're out there saying, how can that be horrible? That game looks amazing. Sure it does. The previous two Rocksteady games, Origins was okay. Uh, Knight, uh, Arkham uh, City. City and Asylum. 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 Thank you. Can't remember that far the back. Batmans. Mm-hmm. The Batmans. Arkham whatever, except for Origins. Love that game. Arkham, Arkham not Origins uh, were incredible. Yep. How can that be bad? $40 for a DLC season pass. Cool. What's, What's in, in that it? season pass? They won't tell you. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> 
forty dollars uh, for DLC. That's crazy. I won't tell you what it that's is. That's more than two thirds of the price of the game. Dude, I opened this email. Like, I got the press release. Like, hey, we we announced the season pass. I was like, all right, obviously, Let's cool. see what's doing. Let's there. check it out. And I was like, forty dollars. What? Yeah. And I had that moment that everyone has had for like two years where I was like, they haven't even released the game and they want $40? Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Though solid details on content haven't been nailed down, we should apparently expect, quote, new story missions, additional supervillains invading Gotham City, legendary Batmobile skins, advanced challenge maps, alternative character skins, and new drivable racetracks. Oh my god. $40. Yeah. <laughs> and you won't even tell me exactly <laughs> what it is. So the thing is, like, these new story missions, is this an expansion pack? Like a nope. big new campaign? Guarantee that's or not. Or is it like, oh, we threw in a couple quests yeah. mid-campaign? I mean, what's hilarious to me is that they they expect us to pony up 40 extra dollars on top of the 60, so $100 buy-in for a game we haven't even played yet <laughs> when we don't even know what that $40 no, is going to buy yep, us. Yep, yep. Two of the things are skins. Yeah. Hey, guys. There's a $40 season pass for DLC. Not going to tell you what's in it. Yeah. It's 60% of the cost of the full game. Trust us. Yeah. I, nope, not doing that. This is like not one of those, doing that. for the love of God, vote with your wallet. Do not buy don't this Don't buy now. this garbage. Just don't, don't touch this. Don't. I bet these, yeah. I bet these story missions are the ones that like I want, where it's like, oh, you remember that awesome Hush storyline from Arkham City? Sure. Buy it, and I'm like, ah, yeah. God, I want to. Well, yeah. here's this is 40... so actively anti-consumer. This better it's be sixty percent of the game. Well, check yeah. this out. How much do Added you guys? To it. So with these vague details, you know, the season pass is usually it's something of a of a I use this super air quotes here deal. How much do you think? Each of these things costs individually if you don't buy the season pass. Oh, man. Oh, God. So t- $10 to make your dumb Batmobile like the crappy tumbler from Batman Begins. <laughs> <laughs> crappy tumbler? The tumbler looks Tumblr's stupid. so dumb. The tumbler I don't know. is I'm so on, dumb. I think the tumbler is pretty cool, man. I think the tumbler think it's is a dumbler. A, it's a tumbler. It's a total dumbler. The, t- the tumbler is totally right for that universe. <sighs> no. No, I want my Batman forever. I want neon coming out oh, everywhere. Man. I want Offspring and U2 and Seal to be blaring from uh, the want the Batmobile to... Uh, Kiss my That's what I want. Magically sprout, like, ice skates on the bottom Glad. of it so that it yeah, can, like, gladly. skate around. Yeah. Oh, the tumbler? So, you don't want to drop that. Sean, <laughs> this is the Christopher Nolan side of the table. That's yeah. the Joel Schumacher side of the table. Hey, the inferior he side. Booth. Did he really? Yeah. Phone booth is pretty good. Yeah, it was a movie that took place inside of a, and he outside of a Batman and Robin. Uh, he made also uh, Batman Forever. Yeah, uh, his last name implies he's also, also a shoe man. That also <laughs> murdered those two movies. Murdered his career in Hollywood for about the next ten years. But then he came back with Phone Booth, <laughs> and now he's doing some episodes of uh, House of Cards. There you go. Yeah, anyway. that's pretty good. I didn't know that Batman DLC. Yeah, sorry. Uh, this th- sucks. For the first so, time, I'm like, I don't want, I don't, I just don't care. The good well, news, I always uh, hate knowing about DLC before the game is released because I don't. What to me, it should already be there, right? If the game's not even out yet, then so you I, still have the ability to put it in the game. I t- I'm Why talking about developers saying like, we have this long term plan for this game. Like, we made this game, we sure. scoped it for four years. Now it's coming out, but we also have like another year of add on stuff we want to bring to you, and we started work on it, but it's not ready yet. It can't be on the disc. I'm totally fine with that, but this is like, I don't even know what this is. It's like offensive to me that they have the gall to say, our game is so good, you'll give us 40 extra dollars. This is a $100 video game for extra skins and car racetracks. Mm-hmm. Also, again, 
judging by Rocksteady's uh, track record, this is going to be an awesome game. It might be horrible. That's like, right. We don't what if know. It's it might no. be yeah. broken. What if it's bad, man? Mitch, tell me the story that you told me off the air before we started. Which talking. one was this? Where you were talking about your you purchased a uh, season. Oh pass. yeah, yeah. So I, I uh, played Shadow of Mordor for like four hours and was like, this is incredible. I am totally in love with this. I'm gonna buy the season pass. I'm gonna get all those skins. I get the two expansion packs. Gonna be great. Never went back. Yep. I got halfway through that game. I got to Nern, and I was like, I think I'm good. That's what they're counting on yep. as well. That's that's why they put this up before the game comes mm-hmm. out to catch ke- to catch you in that hunger mode. Does anybody care about challenge rooms? No. No, they were. Hey, come on. Those were cool in the in the previous. Sure. I mean, games. I, they are well designed. I just don't think anybody. DLC, I don't think anybody. Yeah. I just don't think anybody cares. I'm really excited for new drivable racetracks with my Tumblr skin. <laughs> Man, well, I'm, I'm, wait, I'm holding out for the uh, 1966 Adam West Batmobile Batman. I was going to say, yeah, I'll pay $40 for an Adam West voiceover pack. Yeah, I'd pay $40 to make this game less serious and put Clayface Why? and Manbat in so there. Serious. I think Clayface is already I think he's in it. What about Manbat? Probably. I want Manbat in here. Also, I really want a Batman the Animated Series game now. Right? Yeah. What if they just made one of those? That would be so good. Yeah. All cell shaded and purdy. That would be really cool. Yeah, you know I'm Kevin still I'm, up for yeah. it. I'm still stoked on the game, like everyone else. And it's going to be great, I think. But I look at it the way you know, you you have to stack up how the price works. Like you said, it's sixty percent of the game's total price. Like that needs to necessitate sixty percent new, brand new in my mind content. Actually, yeah. 60, and it's not going 67%. to sixty-seven percent. Yeah, sure. yeah. bad amount. So like two thirds of the cost of the original game is yeah. coming in additional content. Like, like is that going to give me if the game is twenty hours long? Is that going to give me like well, fifteen? Is hours it going to give content? you two thirds worth of the original game's value? Yeah, it is Unlikely. garbage that they think this game is worth a hundred dollars. Like, look at I mean. I hate to point to how other companies have done this, but like Blizzard has done this particularly well with like Diablo three, and then when Reaper of Souls came out, people were like, "Well, so the original game was sixty bucks, Reaper of Souls was forty, so that's another example of where it's a huge amount of the cost. It's another hundred dollar thing, but that's a totally different game. Like yeah. mm-hmm. Reaper of Souls changed well. the it has whole a new game. Act. It's got yeah. like different like economy, right, different right. Star- It's so good. New loot class, to, yeah, loot loot 2.0, an entirely new class. It fundamentally changed a bunch of the mechanics. Blizzard has a track record going back to World of War, or not World of War. Warcraft, but Warcraft 3, yeah. where Warcraft 3 and then the Frozen Throne was additionally a 60 and then a sure. $40 upgrade. And they're doing it now with Starcraft 2. Yeah, F- Frozen Throne, totally different game. Brand new units, new mechanics, different play style, all that stuff. If that was the case with this, which I don't think it can be with a Batman game, right? Brand new mechanics, yeah. like new gameplay. I mean, like Arkham City stuff was cool. There was like the 2D Robin levels, 2D-ish. Remember you were like going along a train? Yeah. The Arkham City DLC? I do not. Blanking out on that. Okay. Take your word for it. I though. remember the DLC. Yeah, so yeah. there was like levels where like, it, it's not 2D, but like the camera makes it look like, a, yeah, it's yeah. like almost like a brawler. Yeah. And it was like when you got to play as Robin. Mm-hmm. And like that stuff was pretty cool. And I don't remember if that cost money or not. I feel like I didn't pay for it. Uh, yeah. I, I I didn't pay for it because Greg Miller gave me a code and he got a code. <laughs> there we but go. I think everyone else did. I would like yeah. to point out that I have been around Xbox long enough. I remember... Back in the original Xbox days, that was when what DLC it was, like. was free, <laughs> yeah, Ubisoft would release new Ghost Recon maps for free, new Splinter Cell missions for free. <laughs> Some like, CEO was like, "This is a Rainbow bad business Six practice." Multiplayer map, Rainbow Six Three maps 
for free. Then we had to pay for a helmet for our horse. Yeah. That's, <laughs> where, it all, the, that's where it all went bad. Like, that's free map packs is not tenable. That's just, it doesn't make sense to do that now. Are you saying if if you were Time Cop, you were Jean-Claude Van Damme, you would go back and you'd, <laughs> have, to, you'd, have, to, you'd have to, like, murder Todd Howard <laughs> to stop all of this from happening? <laughs> like, that's the point where it all just Don't turned. charge. Just give them, the people deserve just their horse Just give them the horse armor. armor, for God's sake. <laughs> It ruins everything. And then I come back to the present, and it's just like post-apocalyptic. Like, what happened? <laughs> Horse armor is the only thing that kept end of days from coming upon us. The world just became Fallout Three when yeah. Fallout Three came <laughs> out. Uh, and uh, the one positive at, that I'm extracting out of this, like blood from a stone, is that at least because this is a single-player game, this forty-dollar pile of overpriced trash will not. Uh, fracture any multiplayer communities, yeah. like with maps and such, and modes right. and stuff. With 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 multiplayer game season passes, you are only hurting yourself mm-hmm. if you do this. And yeah, I just like also this is like the first bit of ill will this game has had. Yeah, yeah. and the, the first bit of ill will this developer has yeah. had. Although I, it's not Rocksteady, let's be honest. Uh, Making this well, call, they are Warner. a wholly owned subsidiary mm-hmm. at this point. They were remember they. WB bought them after uh, Arkham Asylum. Asylum. Yeah, but I'd be willing game. to bet this is a, a WB. I, WB I yeah. With you. yeah, I agree with you completely. Yeah, it's uh, it's just like man, if you're going to have the gall to charge that kind of money, you better give me extreme details. Exactly, you better lay out exactly yeah. what my money. I mean, look at what me. they did with Mortal Kombat, and we were talking about this on Beyond. What was also the other game a we WB about? published game. By the yeah. way, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like WB, they uh, Mortal Kombat charges for fatalities. Oh yeah, and we were talking about on Beyond Whoa. some other game, some other WB game that would have like a currency, and I already forget. What else are they doing? The Wait, Witcher you currency? Was, oh, you mentioned was it this because we uh, the trailer had uh, oh the co-op thing, the co-op sort of like is the, it co-op with a K? Oh, no, no, we're not talking about that now. <laughs> yeah, so like, it has those like co-op attacks with the last trailer showed where like Batman uppercuts a dude in the air and then all of a sudden Catwoman comes and pounces on him and now you're playing as Catwoman. You weren't even here. How did you get here? <laughs> that's oh, so that's, that's what, Marty's point. I yelled yeah, in the I hate world that of idea. The fiction, what the hell are those other three people doing? They're just waiting and waiting. Yeah, they're waiting for that opportunity. Any of you three could probably step in and Robin is. Sitting in the Batmobile, just like smoking a cigarette, Cigarette, just waiting, just waiting. And that woman's just eating Doritos. And and he's like, like, "Oh, it's my turn!" Nightwing's just doing hailing stick moves. (laughs) Batman hails him like a like a like he's getting the attention of a maitre d at a restaurant. Like Garçon, (laughs) Grayson, Grayson. That's really good. And then Robin like quickly jumps in (laughs) and then jumps out of the car and swoops in. Yeah. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, it's like the dumbest fake wrestling tag yeah. match ever. So we were saying on Beyond that I worry that those summons will be based on a currency that you can like earn in a stupid mobile game or that you can just pay for. Like I bet there is a currency inside with that. Like you can summon Dick Grayson three times, but after that you need to pay a little bit. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> That's me dying inside. <laughs> It'd be awesome if there's one where you keep it. You're like Jason Todd, and then no one comes, and Batman gets really sad. <laughs> Joker just comes out of nowhere and stabs him. <laughs> All right, he beat him with a crowbar. <laughs> Whatever, it's it's Rocksteady's take on it. Yeah, he's gonna stab him in the eye uh, with a pencil. Man, there's so many bad ones I'm thinking of now. Calls for Barbara Gordon. <laughs> Gosh, Jesus! Oracle helps out. It's fine. She's From a know. wheelchair? Yeah, she's yeah. like, uh, she's like. Well, I mean, in the fight. Yeah, I mean, she like gives knowledge. People get run over all the a, time. You could have like a People battle wheelchair. Get run over. There's, there's bad all guys the in Bloodborne time. who have wheelchairs. <laughs> That's true. They're scary shit. The and first where? Time I just swore. 
is the Batman. <laughs> Whatever. He's at home washing his tights. <laughs> Mark this minute for forty-seven twenty for Mitch. Forty-seven twenty. I cursed. Oh, thanks a lot, Mitch. It's all Jeez. right. Whatever. Someone in video has got to edit it. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Let's see, let's just uh, <laughs> what should we move on to here? Man, we still have so many topics. Last, so, so last yeah. story. Uh, well, yeah, actually, no. Second to last story. Penultimate to- topic this week. Are we just going to go to, with the sad? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go to All Mitch kinds of sad. Yeah. Silent yeah. Hills, Mitch. Yeah, so Monday morning, we after we... Uh, well, I mean, there was a bit of, of rumors and concern about what was going to happen with Silent Hills after Kojima allegedly left Konami. GameSpot had a source that said he's kind of on his way out. He's contracting for now. But after Metal Gear Solid Five ships, he's gone, and he'll leave Konami. Uh, we also found out like they're hiring a new Metal Gear team. So, hey, they're probably going to get rid of the existing Metal Gear team. So that left a lot of questions about what would happen with Silent Hills, which, as we know now, as of Monday, is canceled. Like, it's right. not happening. Like, so it started over the weekend, I think, with a tweet or something from Guillermo del Toro who said he's just not working with Kojima on it. Like, they're not collaborating yeah. on it. And that wasn't, like, everyone was like, wait, what does that mean? Is it still happening? Or are you just not involved? And everyone kind of, all this speculation started yeah. ramping up. And then on Monday or and whatever. And then the story over the weekend of, uh, hey, well, by the time you're listening to this podcast, uh, PT doesn't exist anymore yeah. unless you've already downloaded it on uh which is on PSN, which is absurd. Yeah. Like, has that happened to a game of that caliber? Like, it's happened. We were no. talking. Like, so it's happened with some. There's certain XBLA games. Delisting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Lost that's, Cities that's and Doom a, got pulled. That's when a, a licensing or some sort of financial business arrangement <laughs> yep. expires. Yeah. This is so different. This is Konami, like, taking PT down and saying, this game does not exist anymore because F of either. Yeah. Either yeah. Spite. <laughs> it's like, it's got to be a spite thing. Like, Kojima does not get his games on PSN anymore. Metal Gear Solid Spite. <laughs> That should be the subtitle for the next game. Okay, Solid Spite. This Solid is a spite. major bummer. Yep. I mean, PT was like one of the one games that I played. Well, so I don't even own a PS4, and I took one home from the office to play mm-hmm. PT because everyone was raving about Incredible. it here in the office. Uh, when the news broke, no one even knew what it was. It was just a really unique way. And then to figure out that it was this awesome legendary game designer working with a visionary film director with an awesome star, and it was going to be this new Silent Hills thing. That sounded like one of the coolest things it's, ever. It's the yeah. ult- ultimate viral way to organically drum up interest in the community in a genuine way that engages and yeah. enthuses. And it wasn't and one of those gross viral marketing. Nope. It was yeah. like, here is an awesome, small, interactive game thing that if you play it correctly, you realize is like a prequel or prologue or leading yeah. to this amazing project that might And the way happen. it was pitched on Sony's stage was, hey, here's PT. It's called, uh, it's a playable teaser. You can go check it out now. It's free. Uh, look at, here's a trailer about how scary it is. All, All right, right moving, moving on. on. Yeah. And that was it. Like, nobody was like, you should really go play this. Wait, oh, yeah. So seriously, you might want to know. Yeah. And that now, was the thing is like, there was, I remember it being announced and there were some people in the office who were like, all right, let's get to that. But then once word started to get out, like, wait, it's more than just like this little demo. It's actually you know, like a teaser, like yeah. it's hinting at something future to come. Everyone, it blew everyone's mind. Yeah, more like silenced hills. Am I right? Yeah. Not as good as Grayson. Nothing is nothing. <laughs> uh, the sad thing for this is, like, I guess definitively now we will never. Like, if you own an Xbox One and not a PlayStation Four, you will ne- just never get to play this. No. Mm-hmm. Like this game is gone. Yeah, I mean, I, in a, the universe where Silent Hills does come out, I imagined it would have came out on Xbox oh, One yeah, as yeah. well. I'm, that's I'm the sure thing, and that's why I even included yeah. the story this week. Because yeah, there was speculation because of PT being only on PS4 that, this was, that Silent Hills was going to be a PS4 exclusive. Mm-hmm. But it, that was rather unlikely. Konami is a multi-platform <laughs> publisher, and other yeah. Silent Hill games have 
So yeah, I definitely wanted to I get if, off on this. It, it being a PlayStation 4 exclusive, I wonder if Sony had any stake in this. Like, did they have money Maybe. invested in this? I mean, that I imagine they have money. Uh, the fact getting PT on PS4 alone, I'm right. sure they put money yeah. somewhere for that. So like, <laughs> great deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It gets weirder too. Konami delisted itself in the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, so that's what I was Man. just about to bring up. Is this news in combination with that, in combination with you know, Kojima on his way out, is Konami just kind of imploding? Well, that was when when we first talked about this after GameSpot first broke it all. I made the prediction here on the show that I thought because you know, Konami, it turns out, they actually do a lot of things. They're yes. they're they're, they're yeah. a multi armed business. So my prediction, which I think recent this week's events only back up, back me up. I think Konami within three years will be out of the video game business. That sounds which, more likely than them imploding as a company. Which makes yeah. me so sad because uh, we have this series going on on IGN now that we've been filming and have any of them actually released The History no, of Awesome? No. So it's this thing called The History of Awesome where it starts with 1977. I hope I'm allowed to yep. talk about this, yeah. whatever. Where And it's it's a it's a group of editors or the, the passionate people that work here Talking about all the cool things that happened in in sort of nerd pop culture mm-hmm. in that year, you know, so seventy seven, of course, Star Wars. That's where it begins. And uh, I was doing some research for uh, a couple of the years that I'm a part of the panel mm-hmm. for, and they include a lot of Nintendo games, NES games, and it just it, doing that research reminded me, oh my God, Konami for twenty five years has developed and or published some incredible, yeah. such memorable, I have such great memories yeah. of the things that they were involved in totally. video yeah. game wise. And it will make me very sad. I mean, of course, I don't want anybody to lose their job. No. And it's, it's just, it's, it's just, it would be so sad for Konami's video game story to end this way. Yeah. I know I'm like prematurely writing their death certificate, but <laughs> yeah, it's just, where is all this going? Yeah, They're, where does Castlevania they, they go bought, to? They bought Hudson, one of which I was a ter- I bought it and owned oh, yeah. Turbo Graphics. I have a very soft spot for Turbo Graphics, uh, which you know was home to Bonk and uh, and it was it was Hudson's mm-hmm. deal. They were sort of the first party software maker for yeah. that platform. Konami bought Hudson a few years ago, so Konami owns Bomberman and they own Adventure Island mm-hmm. and these other things, and they've literally done nothing with any yeah. Hudson property. It's just man, yeah, so sad. What, yeah. kind of, what has happened to Konami in the last? you know, half decade or so. Mm-hmm. So I've made this prediction before. My prediction is that this is all a ruse. Really? <laughs> this is Kojima's ruse. This is, uh, this is an elaborate ruse. Along with the, the head transplant doctors. <laughs> this would be like the most elaborate <laughs> hoax ever. Mitch has had to hear this twice this week. Yeah. Uh, I always forget about the head transplant doctor thing. I think thing, this though. is all a ruse, except for the fact that the delisting off the New York Stock Exchange is probably illegal for a ruse. <laughs> yeah. I think this is viral marketing. <laughs> And boom, Phantom Pain will come out, head transplant doctor will come out, and that was the head that they transplanted in the bag in Silent Hills. <laughs> Kojima's doing everything no, here Fan- with El is just a liar. Phantom Pain comes out, and it's actually a teaser for Metal Gear 6, yeah. <laughs> or like a demo. <laughs> it's actually a teaser for Silent Hills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't actually think that. I think this is all very sad, but hopefully uh, five years from now, Kojima's making something cool, and those other properties are in the hands of people who actually care about them and will do yeah. something. This makes me sad because this Amen. just this secures for sure. Like I always had hope, but now that hope is dead. Like I will never see a new Suikoden game ever again. Hmm. I mean, unless, unless it's a THQ fire sale. Ex- exactly what I was. True. Say. Someone buy Blades of Steel stat. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Someone buy Castlevania first. Someone buy, buy the Blades video game rights to the Goonies too. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Scott. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Remember, that was a real video game. I know. The Goonies 2 mm-hmm. for the NES. The Goonies that also. The thing that happened. That awesome. Dumb. All right. Moving on. Lastly, this week, Black Ops 3, The Call of Duties. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's going on with this video <laughs> game? It's a real thing. Yeah, it sounds... So there are a lot of things I'm really excited about for Black Ops 3. There are a lot of things that sound like Treyarch is running out of ideas. Uh, I really love that it is a four-player campaign. Yep. Bigger, op- more open environments. Everyone plays a different character, so they all have different skills and abilities and perks and mm-hmm. stuff like that, which just means that I'm going to be relying on you guys to do specific things in battle. You're going to be relying on me. We're going to be making cool stuff happen in this, like, neo-newish, near-future robot setting. So that's the part... I'm not excited about it. I'm, I'm excited you. about everything what? up until you said Neo New Robot setting, which so, is what every Call of Duty game is now. When we saw the screenshots for this, like we saw this because we had to build our article mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So when I saw the screenshots, my heart just sank because it's just space robot men with like numbers on their chest. Like here's robot white man number six. Here's yep. robot white man number two. It's advanced warfare. It's ghost. It's it looks Titanfall. like it's... every sci-fi game in the world right yeah. now. It's a combination of like advanced warfare and destiny and basically I, any n- I just, near future. I look sci-fi at this thing. and and this this come from a person. I mean, I I didn't care for Black Ops 2's campaign, but I think Black Ops One's campaign, along with Modern Warfare One, aka COD Four, is the best Call of Duty campaign <laughs> out of all of them. Completely so agree. That was tra- that was when Treyarch took the mantle uh, of be- yeah. as the A team yep. the, on the on the series, but yeah, like. All the Call of Duties to me are blending together now mm-hmm. into one game, and I don't understand it because why? Why not? You've got this unique opportunity with this mega brand. You could do a Vietnam game, and then then the next year it's your sci-fi game. Dude, and combine them. Like, go back game. to World War II and add some mechs. Like I don't care. Do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. Just don't do. Ooh, man, I want. Man, that would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, like it would be alternate awesome. edge of tomorrow. Instead of yeah. like alternate futures, it's, it's alternate, alternate histories. Yeah. Yeah. Like I love that Bioshock did the same thing, right? Yeah. Like that takes place in like the '60s of an alternate '60s. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I would love to play World War II with mechs or with like lasers, and so that would be awesome. Man. Yeah. And as it stands now, like this the near future stuff where it's like here's a guy who's kind of a robot and there's some drama about what it means to be human like it's all this it's the video game black hole of the same idea and it's just becoming boring like Call of Duty is doing what it used to do where now the World War 2 shooter was this tired boring thing and even though COD 2 was awesome nobody cared because it was World War 2 so they changed well after well, COD 3 I mean that was COD 3 sort of yeah but we, yeah. we reached that breaking point with World War 2 where everyone was just exhausted mm-hmm. and we're hitting that point with like stupid near future robot totally high tech mm-hmm. shooter I, like it's so boring now I think we're heading for that mass societal rejection of near future sci-fi games really soon <laughs> really really soon I mean and I call, hope I hope it makes people get out of their comfort zone and, and yeah Try something new. So yeah. that's the thing is like I think that's a great point because you it's tough. I get as like a publisher, you're worried about taking a step out of your comfort zone because you like predictability when it comes to sales and stuff. Yep. But there's no better way to take a chance than with a big brand that you know will sell anyway. Look yeah. no farther. So to be fair, Call of Duty was not nearly the juggernaut it is now back then, but uh, when Infinity Ward stepped up as the A team mm-hmm. and presumably told Activision, we're not making any more World War II games. We are making Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. And that is the thing that elevated the series yeah. from huge success to monolithic juggernaut mm-hmm. that 
outsells everything every single year. We need that again, and Treyarch is the A-team. They are the team that needs to step up and say to Activision, this is what we're doing. Yeah. F you, if you have I don't know. whatever you have to say. I'm hoping that next year Infinity Ward is that team again that goes back, back to basics. But, well, the, the Infinity Ward has not shown us a lot since the big meltdown when everyone left. Yeah, but I mean, Ghost was uh, two years ago. By next year, it'll be three years ago. I think they realized, I mean, I'm sure that's a studio to, with a ton of pride that I, realized they got hit on the jaw Inf- after Ghost. Modern and- Warfare 3 was, they had a big hand. In, I mean, Sledgehammer secretly came in and yeah. helped out a lot with that game, but the, the blood of Modern Warfare 3's boredom is on yeah. their hands as well. They've got two games, and neither one of them have been yeah. great. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope you're right. I'm optimistic. Also, I mean, they hired a couple of people. Presumably, they've been working yeah. already on something for oh, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're, they're like deep two, deep into it. Two, two years deep. Yeah. But, man, yeah, it, uh, I agree, guys. Call of Duty needs a new direction. It doesn't, not even, not with all three brands, yeah. one of them. Just yeah. give me, start with yeah. one. One. Black Ops has always been the one that did, like, weird divergent stuff. And now it's just kind of, like, following through on, like, I liked the 2025 stuff in Black Ops 2. I liked that campaign a lot, personally. I liked the aesthetic. I thought it was a cool near future thing. And now they're just like, well, let's lean into that instead of leaning away from it and doing something completely new like we did before. MSNBC. It's a bummer. Forward. <laughs> All right. Don't know. Still optimistic to play it. I think Call of Duty games are awesome. Of course. I me mean, I will, I will play the campaign. Yeah. Yep. I'm uh, looking for something to hook me back in. Like, I, I loved Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2. And, I mean, I've been playing Call of Duty since Call of Duty 2 back in the day. It's been something that's part of my gaming DNA. But, it's like you said, it's they blur together now. They're all kind of the same to me. And I'm looking for something different and mm-hmm. unique to bring me back in. And I just don't see it with this one yet. Sean Finnegan. Yep. What can we buy this week? At retail, we have State of Decay Year One Survival Edition on Xbox One for $30. You're a big uh, advocate for this I game. I very much am. I love it. We, uh, Mitch and I live-streamed it for two hours yesterday, and I was like, oh, man, I have so many million things to do. But <laughs> How I, are we going to do I, two I, hours yeah, of this? Two, and then it completely flew by. It was awesome. And I, I love that game. then I went home and got on, and you were playing it again on <laughs> last night, I think. Was that last night? That wasn't me. <laughs> Someone was playing State of Decay. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, a lot of people are playing State of Decay. My friends, yeah. list. I thought you were one of them, but yeah, that's awesome. At, uh, on the digital front, we have Shovel Knight for Woo! Xbox One. It's also worth noting real quick. Uh, just if if you wanna, if you liked, if you owned it on 360, and you're thinking about double dipping, I wouldn't necessarily. Which I say you're in talking the about review, State of Decay, correct? State of Decay, okay. yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say definitely double dip. But maybe if you didn't play the two expansion packs, so you're thinking about it, it is uh, ten bucks off if you already own it on 360 nice. or Steam for that matter. So on the incentive, PC side. nice. So twenty bucks instead of thirty. Cool. Uh, Shovel Knight, which Woo! Marty was worried about. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen dollars on Xbox One. Uh, I already have this on. I would get this, but I already have it on 3DS, which to me that game is very much but, a handheld game. Mm-hmm. There's a reason to yeah, buy it on yeah. Xbox One. There is so. Uh, the Marty's Xbox, favorite the, the sort Xbox of tie-in ever. Exclusive tie-in uh, is that the secret characters you can find in battle are the Battletoads. <laughs> Zitz, Rash, Pimple, Herpy, Blight, and, and Marty. Awful, and Marty. Um, so I, everyone knows how much I, I just don't I just don't like them. This never gets I old. I don't like them. I, I think they're gross. 
That being said, I think they're gross. I don't like looking at them. I don't so like when they talk. I don't like the way they talk. I don't not, like their music. I think their music's super garish. I think their games are dumb. That being said, Yacht Club did a really great job of like, hey, well, it's something I hate, but you made the most out of it. Because uh, the levels, when you find them, you go through a series of challenges that completely replicate Battletoads levels. So the first one is a grappling level where you're grappling down the side of a tunnel and, and you're fighting whatever, one of those green things I don't care about. And it totally feels like... So because it's the 8-bit style, it literally feels like a Battletoads yes. sequel it for looks, that. It feels, it sounds, the pause menu has that awful drum I mean, that I'm going to hear at my awesome. funeral. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, seriously. It's incredible. You have the... the, the yeah. <laughs> you have the awful jet bike levels. I mean, awful. Again, subjective. It's awful if you're on my team. I mean, uh, Listen, I, on my team, we also think that garbage sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you fight them, and then you, you, you can hang out with them and talk to them, and you can make yourself green and get a big, dumb, ugly fist. Why do you hate everything about Battletoads? It's so... Good. Have a heart. I, was I just... think the reason I hate it is because when it came up in the office, I was like, man, that game sucked, right, guys? And everyone else was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to carry the, the, the flame of hate. I th- See, I thought you hated it because of the bike stuff, and that stuff is super challenging and not Let fun. Let the hate and... flow through you. <laughs> but man... I can't believe you don't like a big stupid toe with yeah. muscles turning his fist if into anything, a foot. If anything, I think that Listen they're charming. What you're saying. Charming? They're hilariously no, charming. that's like saying, oh, chlamydia, it's charming. No, what? it's, it's not. I know, chlamydia is not charming. I'm glad we agree. You don't have sex with your NES and get a disease. <laughs> Wait, I'm, are you that's not supposed this, to do that? This was, this Battletoads were you get, STD for the NES. You get STD. <laughs> friction burns. Yeah, I mean, burns. the most you had to do was blow the cartridges. Jesus oh. Christ. All right. <laughs> Love you, Rare. Love you, Yacht Club. Go by Shovel Knight. Next. <laughs> Next. Uh, Literally the opposite of what just happened. Happy Wars. <laughs> Xbox One. Free to play. Don't know about this game. That's fine. You Wait, don't need yeah. to. Uh, yeah, and also... It was a super simple MOBA-esque third-person action game on Xbox 360 that was just not fun. I don't know. It was just matches were way too long. The skills weren't very interesting. The mechanics aren't and terribly also good. also coming out the hmm. same week as two super rad games. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah, State of Decay and Shovel Knight. Good luck yeah. with that. Right. Even at free, it's just like, well, I'd rather pay money and play something yeah. awesome. Time is money. Uh, moving on to games with gold. A bunch of for May. Great. Just got announced uh, yeah. this morning. Whatever. This show is such a downer uh, this week. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, we're not I'm, trying to be. No, negative. not at it's all. Just, but it's been a bad week. And, and, and the thing is, we're not being down on the Xbox. We're being down on these horrible trends. <laughs> yeah. These terrible acts of consumerism that these companies are trying to shove down. Five, five weeks, E3 will be here, everything will be better. That's It'll true. Be so much better. Actually, I'll tell you what, next week, Mitch, when we can talk That's about true. it, yeah. we're going to have a good time. Next mm-hmm. week's going to be a nice show. BC. Uh, Before, no, it's the that's the adjunct first. It's PC. Oh, it's BC. Oh. BC reboot. <laughs> Snake, come on. Spoiler alert. Uh, Peter Molyneux will be on the show next week. Games with Gold for May, like you said, just announced. Castle Storm Definitive Edition and Pool Nation FX, which... Fantastic. In case you missed it last month, yeah, already you get there. another 30-day shot at Pool Nation FX. And Mafia 2 for the first two weeks of May, and F1 2013 for the last two weeks of Couldn't May. Couldn't even get F1 2014. We had to go back in, <laughs> back in time to the 2013 racing season. Like, Mafia 2's fine. Mafia 2's pretty good. Is like, Alancer Jr. on the cover of this game? <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, Michael this, Andretti. Yeah, all those guys from the '80s. This is I don't. know, There's no reason to bring it up, but just like compare this to because last month was a pretty good month for games with gold. It was like yeah, uh, Child of Light, Child of Light, stuff, like, yeah. Pool Nation yeah. FX, Pool Nation FX, <laughs> first time around. But man, this is a this is a sucky month. Well, it just, you know... I mean, free in, games are free. Go get them of course. totally. But, but it, it gets into a, a larger discussion, which we won't bother with now. But it's of, you know, if... It's not like you make your console buying decisions based on just the PS Plus games. Not at all. Or yeah. just the Xbox X games with gold. But when you're... If you're making... If you're upgrading from a PS3 or a 360 and you're trying to... You're thinking, which one of these consoles should I get? And you're surveying the entire landscape and you're seeing, you know... Whatever, maybe you think, man, okay, Xbox One's first party lineup, I love that, man. Wow, Crackdown and Halo 5 and uh, Gears Gears and all this, and the Forza games. And then you look at the Sony side and you think, well, they've got all these, like this great amassing collection of of indie titles Mm -hmm. and these sort of littler things, whether it's, you know, everybody's gone to the Rapture or Michelle Ansel's Wild or or Rhyme or this one or that one. It's like, and and then and then you know so you're you're sort of adding the decision up in your head, and well Xbox One's got the bundles and it's cheaper and that's great. Then you look and then okay well all right both consoles give me free games every month. Let me look back over what these. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying that's the tipping point. I'm, no. trying, I'm just saying it's a factor when you're evaluating. You know, you're. I, I would bet half our audience or more doesn't have an Xbox One yet, mm-hmm. and they're waiting for. The, for when they feel the time is right for them to upgrade, they're going to survey the entire landscape yeah. of both sides and go. And part of their decision will be, well, cool, I can definitely get free games on either platform. Boy, the PS4 has way I mean, more. So that's honestly current. the. I think every other category, like you can make an argument for either. Of console. course. Whereas you get to this, and it's just it's pretty it's yeah, objectively better. Yeah. <laughs> PlayStation Plus. Yeah. I remember. I don't even have a PS4, but I have a PS3, and I remember getting XCOM: Enemy Unknown, and uh, what was the JRPG by Studio Ghibli? The long oh, Nino Kuni. Yeah, Nino Kuni in the same month, and yeah. I was like, Wasn't Nino Kuni an IGN Game of the Year nominee? Yeah. 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 Like. Good. That was free on PlayStation yeah, Plus, and I was like, this is just nominee, added cool value. FX. I'm so sorry. Every game of the year nominee for two Four years in a row. What if Gears Remastered is a Games with Gold release? Well, remember, that's what I said last wow. week about when we were talking Alan Wake. Yeah, yeah like, there you well, go. If, if, if the Alan Wake remaster happens, it should 100% be a free Game with yeah. Gold right out like of the stuff, game. Stuff like that establishes a trend that it gives people confidence yes. when mm-hmm. they want to buy a, the console, like you were saying. like When you survey the landscape and you see the trends of what's free, like they are opposite directions on these platforms. I'll tell you what, though. Oh, do you see 360. What are those? Did, yeah, did we, we did that. I was just going to say... Uh, all right, Mafia 2, I reviewed it back in the day when it came out. One of the prettiest, at the time, open-world games. Yep. The art direction in that game is phenomenal, and um, it's really good. It just it doesn't make great use of the fact that it's open-world. It's mostly just missions, go here, go there. There's no real reason to explore. Yeah. But that, I will say, it's, so that, that game's up starting Friday, May 1st. Nice. If you still have your 360... Definitely download Mafia 2. It is a it is a really ga- good game. I gave it an 8.0 back in the day at my previous place of employment. So nice. Very very much enjoyed Mafia 2. Oh my gosh. All right, quick break, and we will be right back with trivia time. See who's uh, top in the leaderboards. Destin's not here, so you guys have a chance to gain a leg up. On Excellent. Him. Suck it, Destin. All right. 
We will be right back after this. Unlock block. Can you take on the challenge? Yeah! All right, unlocked block trivia time. Yeah, my All favorite right. part of the podcast, no joke. Muting, there we go. Let's make sure that outro doesn't overwhelm It's going to just blare like over the seconds. computer. We're fine. All right, let me pull up the scoring this week. Our winner, Joshua Nedich, his gamer tag. I like this. Chester Chivo. So yeah. great. Get it? So great. The space in the middle of that. Yes. Chester Space Chivo, if you want to add him. Loves his Xbox achievements Live. and also Cheetos. Yeah. I'm guessing. Don't we all? Also, in fact. Yeah. Nothing. So, <laughs> by the way, he's going to win himself a copy of Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. Nice. Which is a brand new video game. <laughs> See, we give away free games, free new games on this show. Ah! We're, better than, we're better than Games with Gold. Except we only give them away to one Wait, person. Wait, this is what happened to the Beatles. They said they're better, bigger than God. <laughs> bigger than Microsoft. Bigger, bigger than Jesus, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, uh, yeah, thanks to Ubisoft, who actually was kind enough. They sent yeah. over two codes. I said, hey, could you... Uh, they offered me one, and I said, could you send a couple that I'll give away on the show? There you and go. They were kind enough to do so. So la- this is the second of those two codes. Next week we'll have some other cool thing. Uh, Pool Nation FX. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, instructions for redemption. Go to <laughs> your dashboard, click on the banner, and click download. Please don't play it. <laughs> Where is what if it's really good? What if it's the best sports simulator in the world? We would have heard about it by now. <laughs> yeah, Microsoft's been trying for two months. <laughs> oh, man. They're just waiting, it for, they're waiting for it to dawn Guys, on people. Come on. <laughs> so Josh Nedich wins himself Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. Destin in the lead with seven. Sean and Marty with a chance to tie him. Because you guys have six. Chomping at the bits. Mitch yeah, here we with go. five points. So here we go. Uh, Mitch, this one's really for you. This is kind of why okay. I chose it. I want to see you back in the game right. a little bit. Then I want to go last. Hasbro produced an exclusive, or I could just make you all write down your answer and then hold it up. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think I know it. Okay, so that's what we're going to do. You guys you guys are all going to write down your answer. Out Here, you can use that. Okay. Hasbro produced an exclusive action figure as a pre-order bonus for the original Star Wars Battlefront on the original Xbox. <laughs> Which character... Was the action figure? Was it an Ewok, a stormtrooper, a rebel pilot, or a scout trooper? You guys, it's see now it's Jeopardy. I like this. You're all yeah. Well, I didn't say what is. Yeah, you don't have to. No, don't have Sean's to writing too much. I don't know what Sean's doing. Sorry, what were those again? <laughs> Ewok, stormtrooper, rebel pilot, or scout trooper? What okay. was Ewok's the action not even figure? a real thing. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You love Jedi. <laughs> I know. Ewok's my favorite. So, uh, Marty, you think you know it. I think I know it. Mitch, do you think you know it? I might. Sean, how are you feeling? I definitely don't know. I'm going to go to you first, then. <laughs> right. Hold up your answer. What is... I put Rebel Pilot because it seemed like the cheapest toy to produce to me. <laughs> but Ewoks are smaller. They're tiny. Yeah, but the costumes are complex on Ewoks. Sure. They got, like, a dirty I like shirt Sean's on their handwriting. head. It's nice. I'm glad we did this thing because I like showing yeah. Rebel nice. Pilot. Yeah. My handwriting is right. a disaster because I, I never do it anymore. No. I always type things. Marty? C. It's Rebel Pilot. What do you got? I put just a big D because I think it's a scout trooper. <laughs> just wrote a big D on the piece of paper. I vaguely remember a toy in a green box for Battlefront that was a scout trooper. Okay. None of those could be right. <laughs> but Mitch, I vaguely remember it. Uh, I mean, I could show you what I wrote down. Or I could show what? you. <laughs> That's why you left the room. I'm so happy that happened. That's amazing. 
As soon as I saw this question, I was like, this is Scout Trooper, and it's I on my it. desk, and I'm going that, to get it. That is the second time on the show that someone has unzipped their clothing <laughs> to, to troll Marty! <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Marty. Good. Yeah. It was weird. She came in with a hoodie. I'm like, did you get cold? No, I, I wore the hoodie the whole show. Yeah, it wasn't zipped up. Oh, okay. And I was like, what, did you get cold for the last segment? So what's unfortunate about this is you both get it right, and yeah. I get it wrong. So now you're yeah. tied with dumb hoodie Mitch. But Dumb hoodie Mitch. I'm just going to put it out there. I think Mitch deserves two points for this one. <laughs> he brought the toy. <laughs> I a prop? For, for knowing for certain that it was. What if I brought incredible. it, and I was like, I say it's a rebel pile. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Oh, this is sad. It says, as seen in the LucasArts video game. Oh. Uh, well done, Marty. Especially well done to yeah, Mitch. Super well Thank done. you. That brings uh, Marty Next time, in a Sean. Tie, tie for first place for the year for the Dookie. With Destin only on one podcast a month. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, Mind uh, by me. I get more points. We're at Mitch and, Mitch and Sean, the Shark Finnegan, right behind at six points. It's a tight race. I'm excited. Uh, here in, I don't know, we've still got like, what? 30, 40 weeks to go in the yeah. year. So this is going to be awesome when we do this at the live show. Because everyone's going to just be booing us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you idiots. It's me. <laughs> I love it. That'll have to be a good one. That'll have to be a curated question. If you would like a chance to uh, win something good, it won't be Assassin's Creed Chronicles China, but it'll be a video game of some sort. Send your Xbox-related trivia question. Include four multiple-choice answers. Note the correct one in your email. And send that to where, Mitch? Unlocked at IGN.com. Excellent stuff. And we're ready to roll here. Let's hit the road. Shark. Cool. What yep. are you up to? Where you can know, we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at I'm Finnegan. Uh, always making that Counter-Strike content. I did a, uh, not related to Counter-Strike, but I did a Diablo 3 uh, Treasure Bank Goblin little unboxing. I don't know what he just said. Me either. And and I, I like Diablo. I love Diablo. No, no, no. <laughs> in, in Diablo 3, there are these little treasure goblins that like randomly spawn through yeah, the dungeons. Yeah, you have to beat the crap out yeah, of them. Yeah, you have to beat the crap out of them. They drop like loot and stuff. Uh, think Geek and Blizzard. Oh, like a piggy like, bank. Yeah, it's a piggy bank. Gotcha. You can put, Do you like, have to chase it? No. To get the money out? It's not real. That'd be really good. <laughs> no, it doesn't it have to run like, away. It was like a Roomba? <laughs> oh man, yeah. But yeah, you put you put like money into it. You can put you can put like coins into it and it makes noises and stuff. It's battery powered. Pretty cool thing. So that's on my Twitter and on IGN, so check that out. Groovy. Mitch Dyer. Yeah, uh, so look forward to the IGN first stuff that we have going up next week. But I also wrote an editorial newsy feature thing this week about uh, whether or not Star Wars Battlefront is canon. Mm. Mm. Isn't everything supposed to be canon now? It is supposed to be canon. What, is, so what do you do with a sandbox game where the Empire can win? Oh, I think you've got me there. I think I'm going to have to read your content. Boom! And when does IGN Failed first go up? We might hint at it on Friday, maybe. A, a hint of a hint. Mm. Hintception. I, meaning the I think that we'll completely give it away oh, by the end no of the mind. video. <laughs> yeah, our but, teasers are, uh, they're like teasers for 28 seconds, and then the last two, you're like, oh, but, uh, got it. <laughs> for, it actually launches on Monday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. That's not a hint. Wink. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> KOTOR 3. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. Hold on, my Lancer just stood up. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong fiction. That's not Kevin. Uh, Marty Sleva. Yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter at McBiggity, two G's and two T's. Uh, I reviewed Broken Age Act 2 and all of Broken Age. Uh, it's not on Xbox, but it's on PC and iPad and PlayStation things. It's a real good adventure game. God, I need to play it. They spent a long time making that game. Yes, they you did. Should, you should uh, play that. Watch the doc. Oh, it's so good. The documentary is free now, um, even if you didn't back it. Um, I, I mean, three three years yeah. from from the Kickstarter launch, more, well, slightly more. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was in March. 
March of 2012. And yeah, then they that's finally right. complete it at the very end of April 2015. That, that's a hell of a ride, man. In yeah, that time, crazy. Brad Muir kickstarted and built a game. Yeah. Like another one. Well, yeah. you know what the other one? Because I've only backed two games so far. There's only been two that have sort of appealed to my heart enough to... Yeah. Uh, one of them was Double Fine Adventure Broken Age. And the other one is Carmageddon Reincarnation. Mm-hmm. I love the original two Carmageddons. And it's funny, they are just wrapping up, too. They just announced their release date of oh, nice. May something. Hmm. And they launched their Kickstarter, I think it was around November or December. So they took almost, they the took like time. two wow. and a half years, too. Wow. So <clears throat> two, like, and both of them needed to find, ended up needing to find more funding. Yeah. With Carmageddon's case, they had a VC, came in and gave them, like, a ton of money to wow. yeah. finish the game. And also, uh, I think eventually it's, it is going to come to Xbox and nice. PS4. Cool. And then, yeah, with... Uh, Broken Age, they ended up needing to split it into two parts mm-hmm. and sell the first part. And yeah. F- it was harrowing watching the that documentary over the yeah. last three years. Yeah, you watch the studio, you have layoffs, and, and yeah. it's crazy. I mean, yeah. it's if you ever, if you have any dreams of getting into game development, please watch The Sprint, which is the Halo oh, 5 yeah. thing. Sprint is really great. And please watch all of the Double Fine Adventure yeah. documentary, because it just illustrates... I really just think you watch them, and you'll you will come away with. I hope you already respect game creators, but you will mm-hmm. come away with such a deeper, profound respect for what these people go through physically and in their family lives, and like the, oh, the yeah. amount of themselves that they give yeah. to make these games. I don't think I could do it because no. it's just for your game. Then comes out this thing that you've bled, s- sweated, and. In, in some cases, like with Anna, uh, vomited oh, yeah. Yeah. over. When, <laughs> wow. Uh, and then some just douche on the internet goes, this game effing sucks. Yeah. Like, no, I just spent, that's your... Goodbye no, for years that of That is my a life. Like, large chunk of my time on Earth. Right. Yeah. But anyway. Also, oh, Indie Game the Movie. Yeah. Less yeah, about oh, development, more about... The, oh, yeah. that's yeah, a really phenomenal... It's, it's, it's on Netflix. Definitely yeah. should be the next, like, doc you watch. It's... Yeah. Whether, regardless of your feelings on Phil Fish, like he's a really interesting person to watch yep. on screen. Absolutely. And even still, like Edmund the, McMillan, yeah, the, yeah, t- the team Blow. meet guys yeah. like Jonathan Blow, like all these guys have, you know, they did it by themselves or with mm-hmm. two people essentially, and it's an incredible documentary. Crazy. Yeah. In any case, Marty, I apologize, I stepped on your plug. No, that was it. That was my plug. That was it. Yeah. Cool. Do that. Follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, oh, here's a the one usual house plug, but then one actually other really good one. Uh, as if you haven't used it lately, uh, fire up your IGN Xbox One yep. app. It is just had an update drop for it, which not only fixes some dumb things behind the scenes and also uh, adds the HUD indicator for press the view button to go yeah. full screen, oh, which finally. we foolishly omitted finally. originally. <laughs> More importantly, get in the habit of now. It, it is now able to. Uh, mirror to do our live streams yep. so every day at uh what is it one o'clock pacific tuesday wednesdays pacific. and fridays thank you three yeah. days a week i'm sorry like mitch and i yesterday with state of decay um it's a great great way to watch our live mm-hmm. streams just it's super easy to get into and it's you know full screen on your big screen in your living room just get in the habit of doing that ahead of e3 and i think mitch and i i think we're going to give you a reason to want to watch a live stream in the next 30 days yep. as well, ahead of E3. Whoa. Wink. Hint. 
Why are those wigs that I don't know what the wigs are for? We'll tell you after. Okay. I'll unzip my shirt that I'm not. That doesn't have a zipper. There's been a lot yeah. of unzipping in this episode yeah. of Podcast Unlocked. Jeez. And what else? Yeah, so I'm just working on uh, the May IGN first with Mitch and with uh, some other folks on our team. I wrote the big story for Monday, and then Mitch wrote, will write a bunch of things for the days after that. It'll be a really, really fun month of IGN first stuff. And like I said, at the top of the show, check out my review of the Astro A40 headset for Xbox One. Uh, it's easiest to just Google it, or it's probably still right on, on the top of our tech page if you just go to mm-hmm. the tech channel on IGN. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Most people subscribe to the show via iTunes. That's the easiest way. Just search Podcast Unlocked in the iTunes store. Uh, also, while you can check it out on YouTube, the video on IGN, or, like I said, the Xbox One app yeah. is the cool way to watch it. For Marty Sleva, Ooh. Mitch Dyer, and the shark, Sean Finnegan, my name's Ryan McCaffrey. This is Podcast Unlocked 193. We'll be back next week, and I really super will try to have the final details for Unlock 200. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Because it's trying. getting a little We're trying. It's complicated. And we're sorry. We want to be able to tell you, but we don't want to tell you things and then have to backtrack on yeah. them because something changes. It's Dustin's fault. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Vintage Dustin. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.